Hello, and welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. This is Jill Cruz. And today I'm going to speak to you about something that keeps coming up in a lot of the podcast episodes with our guests. And, you know, I'm speaking with people who are mental health professionals and also people who are not mental health professionals, but that have gone through a lot of inner work themselves. And the thing that keeps coming up is this concept of not suppressing your emotions. So allowing those emotions to flow. And I wanted to, I just thought it would be good to talk about a little bit of basically nuts and bolts of how to do that, because this is not a skill that we're taught in school. (laughs) And a lot of times we're actually taught the opposite, right? Well, pretty much throughout our lives, we're taught the opposite, right? So when you're a baby, you cry, your mama, your daddy, somebody comes and soothes you. And that's wonderful because babies need to be soothed at the same time especially when we get into the toddler years and there are tantrums and those sorts of things, we start to learn that our emotions are scary and that they're wrong and that they're bad and we have to be quiet and suppress them. And that is perpetuated. You know, we go to school and don't make a big deal out of things. Stop crying. Don't be a crybaby. Suck it up. Be tough for school. You know, make sure that you fit in, right? So if you start being more emotional than somehow you're not going to fit in, especially if you're a man for like crying and stuff. And But for a woman, it's more around anger. So suppress that anger, be a good girl. And then we go out into the world and we realize socially it's unacceptable for us to be all over the place with our emotions, right? So we're really not taught how to address our emotions. We are not taught to love our emotions. And we don't have the tools to deal with all of the emotions that are, are just you know, part of living, part of being a human being is that we're going to feel the core emotions are anger, sadness, fear, excitement, happiness, and sexual feelings. Maybe you could add some more to that list, but those are really very common foundational emotions that we all, all experience as human beings. And what happens is that when we experience them if we've been taught. And some people are taught that excitement is a negative thing. Like, don't get too excited about that. You know, be, be cool. That's definitely something that I've, I've internalized is like, you know, that gregarious kind of personality that I always had was tampered down because that was, you know, teachers didn't like it. I was loud. I was talkative. And so it was, you know, be quiet, stop talking so much, just calm down. So even excitement is sometimes we are taught to uh, suppress. And when you look at children, you know, if you look at a healthy, emotionally stable five-year-old, you're going to see them crying and getting angry and laughing and giggling, and they're expressing their emotions with such abandon. And somehow (laughs) that gets beaten out of us for some people or, or, you know, at the very least beaten out, you know, metaphorically beaten out of us, right? So, then we end up not having the tools and we also suppress those emotions, which end up. So, cause the thing is that emotions are physical sensations for the most part, right? We have some thoughts that are associated with those emotions, but really the body and the, when it comes to emotions, the body and the mind are completely one and the same. It's the experience is total. So if you feel fear, you are going to whether you notice it or not, there is going to be a physical sensation that's occurring at the same time. So maybe you feel 
tightness in your belly, you know, butterflies, jittery, and maybe sometimes you're, you're feeling sadness at the same time and you feel a heaviness in your chest. What we can do to start to relearn that process of embracing our emotions, and I love the term savor the sadness, savor the fear, savor the anger, savor the excitement, savor the happiness. And I've talked about this in other podcast episodes, but if you're thinking, well, yeah, Jill, that's all fine and dandy, but I don't even know what I'm feeling, or my feelings sometimes are so strong, it's really scary. The first step, what I think is really important is number one, when you are exploring your emotions, don't do it alone. Have somebody to help you. It could be a coach. It could be a therapist, uh, maybe both, <laughs> probably both. It could be a friend, you know, a loved one. Uh, so you don't really want to do this alone, but the process starts with awareness and it's just being aware. So one thing that you could just start doing is having a journal. And especially because we relate, I like to relate this podcast back to health practices. And of course, mental health and physical health are one and the same. So I'm not differentiating that. But a lot of people who listen to this podcast are struggling with maybe, you know, not working out enough or not eating in the way that they want to, or maybe neglecting sleep, or they have a lot of stress. So, you know, you may have things that you want to accomplish with your health and and there's some blocking factors. And these emotions are a big part of it because if you're feeling sad and you end up just sitting on the couch watching TV to numb that feeling or going to the kitchen to eat some brownies to numb that feeling and make yourself feel better, even though usually it doesn't make us feel better really, right? <laughs> we st still feel sad. Sometimes it helps a little bit. But usually, you know, if we don't go into those emotions and lean into them, we're going to, it's just going to keep cropping up. There's no amount of brownies or, or cool TV shows that are really going to take care of that. So the first step is to be aware. And I think having a journal is a wonderful practice. So forget about saying, I'm not going to eat the brownie or I'm not going to watch TV or I'm going to, I'm going to force myself to work out today. Rather than doing that, just start by saying, you know what, I'm going to be kind to myself. I'm going to be aware. And maybe I'm going to have a little notebook that fits in my purse or I can carry around, or maybe I'm really good on my phone and I can write a journal on my phone, whatever it is that works for you. And when you feel that urge to eat, or if you feel that inkling of what we have been trained to think of as a negative emotion, that's when you want to pay attention. And give yourself that attention and, and write it down. Have a rant on paper. I love, I think ranting on paper is one of the most wonderful experiences. Get angry on paper or go into your room and smash a couple pillows. <laughs> so just being aware and then instead of suppressing those emotions, exploring them a little bit, writing about it, uh, talking to your therapist about it. You know, maybe you make a note and you say, look, I'm, I'm not going to address this right now, but I notice that at 3 p.m. I start to feel sad. And I'm just going to take a note of that. And then I'm going to talk to somebody about that. So we have to be, you know, careful because many people have experienced trauma and many of you listening have experienced trauma. So we want to be careful about how we approach that. But we also um, suppressing it and squashing it down and ignoring it is not going to resolve the problem. And the first step is awareness. So just being aware. 
and then it, and then exploring those emotions either you know if you feel comfortable on your own or with someone else ideally then that's the next step because that's how you're going to move the dial in terms of your health practices if you find if you find yourself saying oh i'm so lazy i'm so lazy i'm not working out i'm not working out well there's a reason for that i don't believe in laziness i think that you're not working out or you're not cooking food for yourself right you're just going to take out for a reason. You don't want to inflict that kind of punishment or pain onto your body deliberately. There's a reason. And so instead of making yourself wrong, blaming yourself, feeling like you're a failure and it's all your fault and you screwed this up again and you're lazy or whatever it is, right, that we all have that negative self-talk, let's get into problem-solving mode, which means I'm not doing this because I want to hurt myself. Or maybe sometimes people do that, but fundamentally, we don't really want to hurt ourselves. There's all kinds of reasons that people hurt themselves. But I think when you go really deep, nobody wants to hurt themselves. So that's where we want to work on this and address it and not just blame ourselves to say, well, there's a reason for this. What is that underlying reason? I don't know, but I'm willing to try. And I'm going to start by being aware and paying attention to myself, to my body, because these emotions are living in your body. They're being expressed in your body all the time. But we're so taught to ignore them. So if you feel tightness in your chest, if you feel your heart racing, if you feel tension in your neck or your jaw clenching, or you feel those butterflies in your belly, or you feel that excitement all over, that tingly feeling all over your body, those are real. Those are emotions. And your body is your guide to understanding those emotions. So even if you start journaling, you might just want to write down, hey, I feel tingly. I feel tightness. I feel heaviness in my chest. I feel clenching in my jaw. You don't even have to know what the emotion is. Your body is giving you these signals. And um, I think we need to start listening. So I, I love this topic. I think it's it's an amazing topic. We use this with our clients. We ask them to tap into, hey, what's going on in your body? Let's pay attention to that. When you went to get the brownie, what sensations were you feeling? That's a question to ask and just take a note of that. So, you know, being healthy, eating well, exercising, taking care of your body, giving your body the care that it deserves, it's a holistic process and it's a long process. It's a lifelong process. So you don't have to get it right right now. Just be moving in the right direction. That's all that I think we can do for ourselves is to move in the right direction with love, compassion, and forgiveness. And curiosity. Hmm, I'm curious about what's going on in my body right now. I'm just curious. I don't need to have the answers. I'm just coming in with curiosity. So I invite you to do that. And I invite you to also check out our blog, which is winweightloss.com forward slash blog, W-Y-N weightloss.com forward slash blog. And W-Y-N stands for with your nature. We, we're encouraging you to work with your nature and play with your nature, um, not against it like most dieting programs do. We are here to help people improve your health so that you can lose weight in a healthy, sustainable way. Improve your health so that you can have more energy and confidence and live the life that you deserve to live. Thanks for listening today. Thank you.